You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 440th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt, just back from a swim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer, holding it down out here in western Massachusetts. Little guy, I hope you had a nice dip in the old pond. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about that. I'm not sure why you included it in the intro. I don't really know. It's just what's new. It's swimming season suddenly. It's, it's the it's, it's ah, swimming season. You know what else it is? It's mud season mm. in Emporia, Kansas. Uh, another oh. classic edition of the Unbound Gravel Super Spectacular. Um, this past weekend, lots of gravel tech, lots of gravel news to get into. But we'll just do a quick uh, shout out to Keegan Swenson for taking the win in the men's and Carolyn Schiff in the women's. Uh, race Mm -hmm. there in Emporia. And the thing that I recall the most, I guess I've got three podium steps here of Unbound. First question is for you guys. Did you watch it? No. Could you do that? Uh, That's a thing. No. Yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) The the coverage, for the most part, through Instagram, I was able to follow along. And to be perfectly honest, I don't need 12 hours of coverage of a 200 mile race so like you know i'm not (laughs) the way that some of the folks complain on this i don't know i feel like i see all the cool stuff so thanks to unbound for go on instagram they do a good job of the stories they had lifetime grand prix following the men's race and then the unbound channel following the women's race so you got like good coverage between the two uh main categories i i did see some complaints about there should be a live (laughs) stream of this uh, floating around the social media, and I just, I don't think people are thinking before they're tweeting things out, which I know is a novel idea. Um, but like, yeah, who's who's gonna sit down, you know, with their bowl of pretzels or whatever, and tune into live stream <laughs> for thirteen hours mm-hmm. of hot gravel action? I don't have that kind of time in my day. Yeah. I guess you have it on in the background. It's like other cycling things, but that is a huge commitment. I think it, I, I am stretched to watch an entire road race from start to finish, and I love this crap. Now, I know I started this by talking about having a podium of things. Mm-hmm. So third place sure, podium yeah. for the uh, the Saturday that was watching on Instagram. Third place. Okay. Mile right. 11 gravel mud. Did you... See the video of the spirit of gravel of 2,000 plus unbound 200 participants trying to shoulder their bikes with frame packs, trying, trying to shoulder bikes with camelbacks yeah. through what looked like a multi-mile, like at least a mile long stretch of peanut Oof. butter mud. A did mile? you see this? I did not. A mile? God, that sounds... Brutal. It was absolute chaos. I know in, in the grand watching. scheme of 200 <laughs> miles, it's not a big deal, but still a mile of walking in peanut butter mud is... Yeah, come on. That's that's only half a percent of the total distance that you had to deal no, with it's, uh, some, some yeah, peanut so butter mud. Relative to how I bad it could be, I guess it's not that big a deal. But. So <laughs> the mud was third place on the podium. Okay. I would okay. say Good that job, it mud. led to some really cool led to some really cool pit exchanges in both the men's and women's races as you watch some of these teams really exemplifying the spirit of gravel by having pressure washers yeah. at their uh-huh. team pits. It's actually fun to watch. I think that I know we give crap about the spirit of gravel and mm-hmm. what is like who's doing work and who's not, but it was pretty awesome to see like how the pits prepared for these riders that would come in, like new shoes, new helmet, like new 
glasses. Everything's set up for these 30-second pit stops for the lead groups. Again, yeah. available uh-huh. to watch on Instagram via live stream. Um, You're right. It's impressive. So the, I can, I can the separate gravel, it from my feelings about, about being at a race where I would be covered in mud and some... Some so, some somebody who makes uh, nine figures a year brings seven pressure washers to spray their titanium bikes down while I <laughs> I find a stick to scrape it off my bike. So well, I'll, I'll try to separate the feelings. I, I saw a, a pre-ride a video with uh, uh, is it Marley uh, Blosky, um, one of the uh, uh, female uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, influencer, and she like pulls out of her back pocket the stick that she was using nice. to uh, oh, clean see, the that's... mud. And it looked like a back back scratcher. It looked really awesome. I was like, hey, you know what? Plan it ahead. Well done. Yeah, that's smart. Tip of the cap for that. The the mud caused chaos. Lots of early retirements in the race. Nathaniel Haas. I saw two folks from Florida that sent pictures to uh, friends of mine at the bike shop with broken derailers from the mud Mm. going through, which then, you know, why wouldn't you just rock the one cog, my friends? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to special shout out, um, old messenger friend of the pod, uh, who is doing the, um, the XL, the 300 and whatever mile version. Yeah. 350 uh, on miles. the single speed. Yeah. Nico, uh, old messenger from Chicago is doing that a single speed, Yeah, uh, which is an absolute insanity. That's crazy. But kind of smart. If you looked at all the mud. That was out there. So could be. So the mud caused chaos. Um, yes. Throughout, it was uh, quite quite the quite the thing to see. Shout outs to the uh, the folks on that one. So then next, that's that's podium three. Um, on okay. the second right. step of the podium, um, to <laughs> me was uh, the winner of the women's race, Carolyn Schiff, I believe from Germany. Don't know much about her, but sponsored by Canyon. Um, okay. Yeah. Sweet and? looking kit, pure excitement coming across the start finish line. Uh huh. Kind of looks like the handlebars are a little taco Vander Horn esque. Yeah. Oh. However, okay. Not double deckers on a Canyon bike sponsored by Canyon at the premier <sighs> gravel event in the world. Um, uh-huh. What are they doing? I hope Carolyn Schiff gets re upped by Canyon for this contract after winning Unbound. They may have to cancel because not riding the double decker bars across the finish line. What do we think? What do we think? I think I think what we've learned in the last few years is that the pros don't want to ride the double decker bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see in in tangentially related gravel news. I think uh, everyone's favorite Formula One. Uh, driver Valtteri Bottas was doing some gravel event the other week and did, he is also on a Canyon and did have the double decker bars. So it would make sense that somebody into F1 and all the technological (laughs) advances there would be like, Oh yeah, obviously I need the, I need the double decker bar here. Right. And right. Uh, more carbon, the better. You more, know? Yeah. Well, he, uh, yeah, he lives most of his life with at least two, two decks of carbon, either in front, in front of him on his bars or behind him on the fin on his car. So it's how he feels comfortable. You you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes so sense. Let's give some shout outs um, throughout the, the week and then we'll get to my, my top one. So shout okay. out Spencer. Yeah, you brought yeah, up the I'm XL. On the edge of my you, seat. you brought up XL 350. <laughs> Logan Casper yeah. takes the win over Luke Hall. And Ulrich Bartholomew's, who looks like he's from Germany. But I want to give a shout out to Christian, say... Kristen Legan, oh. who oh, okay. finished yeah, yeah. eighth overall, top female, who was in the lead with like, I want to say 60 miles left, 70 miles left, like for a long of time. The whole thing. Yeah. Of the whole thing for the XL 350. Really yeah. cool to see, and major props to uh, the Colorado native. I um, and then Anne Marie Rook took uh, second, and I will have to uh, 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 Paige Redman took third on the women's side for XL uh-huh. three fifty. So shout out to them. But in particular, it was really cool to see Kristen Legan uh, in the lead for a while there. 
It was uh, it was also pretty cool that um, I think in like the top I don't know ten dudes there were approximately fourteen or fifteen uh, New Englanders up in there, which was pretty fun to see uh, for for the local scene here. So shout out to all those folks as well. On the I know uh, women's big fan of the pod. Chris Melman was out there, so I used oh, to nice. work with that guy at the bike shop. So good for them. Good for New England representing. Must be all that true gravel riding that you have up there in new england the, the episode <laughs> well you know we'll keep it all up in vermont but uh it is out here uh on the women's side we have carolyn Schiff taking first over uh about 16 minutes over uh sofia gomez villafane and sarah sturm rounding out the uh the podium um and there was a couple of other races i was trying to look for categories um but in the men's race in the 200 elite uh-huh. category, um, Keegan Swenson took the win with a, it looked like a seven up sprint over Peter Vakic yeah. of Czech Republic. Lachlan Martin looking resplendent mm-hmm. in third place, crushing it. And I don't know if you saw the sprint, gentlemen, but there was about 20 hundred mile finishers clogging the roadway. Beautiful. And this is not the first time we have seen this at Unbound. Um, we hmm. There's a, some famous photos, I believe, of um, what's-his-name winning a few years back coming across the finish line, and there's like... Oh, yeah, that guy. There's like the 100-miler kind of trying to lean out of the way, like don't doesn't want to be captured, <laughs> doesn't want to be f- pictured with this guy. Um, mm-hmm. But... I think that was... Was that Ian Boswell? I think was it was Boswell? Boswell? I don't know. So you had... Seven finishers all together. <laughs> so you have Swenson, Vakic, Morton, Lawrence Tendam, Ian Boswell, Russell Finsterwald, and Peter Stetna. This <laughs> is my top step of the podium. All seven of them coming through with about, I don't know, 10 to 15 other 100-mile finishers. So after uh-huh. 10 hours in the saddle, captivating the biggest audience of gravel racing in the world, the biggest event, The sprint was totally sullied by the inability of them to just like Mm. tell the hundred mile finishers, "Hey guys, go to the side." It, I, it's it's embarrassing. Yes, yes. You say sullied. Part of the spirit of gravel, (laughs) or was it the spirit of gravel manifesting itself? Yeah, how it's supposed to be, Tim. A little bit of chaos. A little bit of uh, unpredictability. Got a little bit of prepared for anything. Sounds like a spirit of gravel to me. Sounds like there are 10 to 15 spirits of gravel hanging out around the finish line as the sprint came in. I don't, Spencer, do you remember the first, the first year we did, uh, uh, what was it called? Almanzo here in Minnesota. Yeah. It finished in a, in a cul, like a undeveloped cul-de-sac on the edge of the town. We like turned yeah. in and then you like sprinted into the cul-de-sac and then you're kind of like, where's the line? Cause there's just people <laughs> sitting in the cul-de-sac, yeah. just sit laying no over the ground, the being like was. Yeah. all over the place. And I mean, that's part of the spirit of gravel. Afterwards, you sort of, finish, I, certainly the next few years you finish you know, on guys, base, like a bumpy bike path. But so I just, it's all about spirit. Just different you know? disagree. Just, just disagree. Just, well, Tim, I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that because I think out of the three of us, I think you least represent the spirit of gravel. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> oh, spirit of gravel street further. cred. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a couple more, uh, <laughs> got a couple more uh, shout outs as far as places to go. I, um, not uh-huh. full podiums okay. here, but just going through. I saw that uh, Rach McBride uh, won the non-binary category for, I believe, the second or third time. Uh, cool. Professional uh, triathlete. Really cool to see. On the, uh, nice. the single speed side of things, friend of the pod, Ben Pickle, friend of mine, uh, took third place or on the podium, um, and uh, uh, pretty pretty cool to see as well. And then the other one, little guy, I know you want to know, um, how would Tim and Spencer had fared if we actually took us up on the tandem at Unbound? Um, mm-hmm. We would have gotten destroyed mm-hmm. um, because uh, four-time winner of unbound Dan Hughes and his partner, uh, absolutely crushed it, uh, beating the sun and, uh, taking first place. So now uh, I think the question, I, I don't remember their names. Who, who are the, is 
Who are the folks who are our, our belt holders <laughs> forever? Are they yeah. on there? Yeah, they are not on there. Okay, so, so they took this. So that yeah. was it. That was uh-huh. their peak. So they peaked. Gentlemen, I it was unbounced. Yeah. There it is. Um, shout out to. Uh, do you guys remember the Taco Bell Century we talked about last week? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, or a couple says, weeks ago. Yeah, sorry, I forget. Yeah. Okay. I've been so, nightmares about it ever since. The gentleman that kind of brought it to our attention, uh, Bicycle Crumbs on Instagram, he was mm-hmm. on fire in the comment section every time Unbound posted a video of um, the lead group when Ian Boswell was not on the front pulling through. Um, so shout out to Bicycle Crumbs for doing the work in the uh, in the in the Instagram comments, just being like, "Oh, Boswell not pulling through. This is just ridiculous. Can't happen." Because you may recall. Just a couple weeks ago, Ian Boswell uh, t- calling out um, Adam Rebarish for not pulling through in gravel, not in the spirit of gravel, to sitting on oh. the lead groups. Mm. But professional tactics coming to the world of gravel racing. Good as stuff. If, as if they hadn't been there already. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're done with gravel talk. Are you, are you? Are we done for another year? I... Probably. I, imagine I bet we'll talk we about like a yeah. Belgian waffle ride or something at some point. I don't yeah, know. I think, I think we did a pretty good job. So let's get into some Euro talk. Um, Spencer, I'm assuming you did not watch Daphne, the Dauphiné. Um, I also didn't watch the Dauphiné. So let's go to our expert in Minneapolis, the little guy Matt Allen, for this week's update on European cycling. Oh, yeah, guys. Mm-hmm. It, was, um, it was great. Actually, I didn't watch it, but I'll just uh, I'll watch it later, and I'll punch I'll punch something in later in post. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, just, yeah. All right, that makes sense. Give me like five right, seconds cool. of silence so I see it. Okay. 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 Ready? And mark. All right, that's good. All right, all right I'll be able to find yeah, it later, cool. and I'll 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 make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. All right. P- perfect. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was good. It was real good. Yeah, thanks awesome. for that was a that was a fantastic review. Jeez, um, I'm really recap. bummed that I missed it. Um, based on that, uh, you know, feedback uh, that you had. So yeah, I you bet, know, really appreciate it. You are. It's well, um, you know, let's. Uh, it's it's right around that time when we always go to the pre lap. So let's head into the pre lap, and then when we'll come back, we got some great listener emails, and then we got our very very first S tier conversation on the Tour de France jerseys going into 2023. I am Peter Sagan and I'm listening to Slow Ride Podcast. All right, here we are in the Prem Lap. Major shout out to all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. I want to give particular uh, cred and applause to our friends over at the Grodio, who did some great work leading both up into the coverage of Unbound and just being there on site. So a uh, friend of the pod, Amanda Nauman, continues to slay it. Head over to Wide Angle Podium to find out how you can support Amanda and her efforts, along with Bill, um, Zach, Mike from uh, uh, Bodenheimer from uh, Cyclocross Radio, and then also uh, mm-hmm. Rob Kelly, who's been crushing it on Criterium Nation. So lots of great stuff there, but Grodio is definitely the place to be for um, some of the best gravel coverage in the world. Yeah, if if you were listening to the first part of this show and just sort of slamming your fist repeatedly onto the under the desk or a table where you are yeah. and just being like, what, how, oh, oh my God. If you don't want to have that sort of visceral reaction, if you want to, if you want to sort of uh, learn something and get some good info, yeah, definitely check out Grodio uh, over on the wide angle podium, uh, dot com, uh, a sister show that focuses on gravel and knows what they're talking about. It's in the trenches week in and week out. Highly recommend Awesome. Yeah. And, and if uh, if those kind of shows are your bread and butter, you can also head over to WideAnglePodium.com and sign up uh, to be a supporter of all the shows we're putting out here on the network. Uh, all the all Tim mentioned all the work that uh, Bill and Michael and Zach are doing over at uh, Cyclecross Radio, as well as Amanda and company over at Grodio and Rob. 
uh, at Criterion Nation. And, you know, we do a little bit here at the Slow Ride, too. We might be bringing up the rear of the pack as far as uh, effort. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like to think we're, you know, coming along after 400 and however many episodes we're on now. Um, but, yeah, if these are shows that uh, bring you, that spark joy uh, in, in your day, in your week, uh, consider uh, heading over there, wideanglepodium.com. Uh, and becoming a supporter of the shows that you enjoy. Awesome. Let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm TJ Van Garderen, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, here we are back at the Slow Ride Podcast, and what better way to get back into the swing of things than to visit the Slow Ride Podcast email bag, overflowing as always. Shout outs oh. to everybody that emails us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com, where all of your emails are gratefully received. We got several emails this week, a bountiful amount, um, about Rick Zobel being on Twitter, slaying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go, uh, first past the post on, uh, who got us first. And that would be, uh, Kevin Dolan, um, comes through. So thanks for everybody else for playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Kevin was the first of about seven people that hit us up on the Rick Zobel. Uh, uh, Twitter. I, I got some on the personal channels as well. So, yeah, there, there, so there was quite a few of these uh, messages coming through. Mm-hmm. I do I very think much his, appreciate. I, I do think say. his, he goes, I do think his method, his methods are a bit harsh. But he does listen to the Slow Ride podcast once. So, little guy, walk us through your favorite Zobble on the bike. Oh, you want me to give like a recap for those who haven't seen it? Uh, basically, Rick's out riding in the morning, right on the, the path there in Germany you know, on his training ride. And he's, he's saying hello to all different kinds of people. Everyone's saying hi to him. Of course, the one who doesn't say hi mm-hmm. back to the actual pro, the actual World Tour pro is... Uh, is is a roadie just rides right by him he's the frank yeah yeah he stops and he's like well you can see the anger uh i don't remember what he says but anyway then it cuts to uh rick's personal uh bike storage space room where he's got the roadie taped to a chair (laughs) and he's got the pliers out and i think he Mm -hmm. he might even be shirtless or something anyway he's going crazy and he's he's gonna make this guy to get medieval on this guy yeah Yeah. he's gonna make this roadie remember uh, to always say hi. Can I just say shout out to Rick Zobel's hair? The real mm-hmm. star of the show. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the flow can. off the back. That's that's my uh that's it's this was great. Rick, thank you for being one of us. Um Rick, if you want to become our European correspondent, we could we could use it. We could also use an insider inside the world I, of Israel. I think this is a tech. strong case for European correspondent. Um, oh. I know Geshka <laughs> is pushing hard. But, uh, you know, he seems to work on his own schedule, answers our messages uh, when he when he feels like it, not yeah. What's on he a doing? weekly basis when What's we need it. Um, yeah, what could he be doing? Uh, Zobel, though, I don't know that he's really doing anything else. Um, you know, Zobel, oh, man, what a hero. We're in the apron in the torture chamber. This is candidate. I'm with you, Spencer. We won't even need to interview you, Rick. You can just come on board. And uh, before you know it, you might win a uh, Tour de France stage. Um, I got to say, so, the, the, uh, just the when Zabel, when he leaves the storage space, he closes it and he walks away. <laughs> He's got the Team Dream Team t-shirt on. And I was like, man, it's, it's a weird crossover world we live in where the Euro pros are, are into this, the super, uh, super hipstery uh, small bike brand uh bike shops in the u.s mm-hmm. seeing like collecting that stuff it's a it's a weird world where it goes back and forth now in a way that i feel like as opposed to just us in america um being into their stuff got a, it's weird we got an email from uh tim myers who just says uh please say tour de france the way bob roll does for me <laughs> oh. um, Good old Bob. Got another, yeah. Got another Thanks for not here from, them, Tim. We got another one here from uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan Fisher, friend of the pod. You guys have met uh-huh. Ryan multiple times. 
a mm-hmm. big participant at the Louisville 2013 phone party. Um, the subject line there, though, uh, I'm already dis- disappointed. It just says, Tim is wrong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, that uh, sounds, yeah. this sounds yeah. legit. Uh, oh, that's that's Ryan true. is reco- Ryan is requesting other slow ride hosts input since from personal communication I already know Tim is wrong about this. Far worse oh. than spicy ride titles on Strive Strava, which is fine, is the growing trend to referring to first, second, and third places as P one, P two, and P three. <laughs> Ryan continues, I blame F one for this, as that's the source as best as I can tell. Why do people do this? Is it just in print? Or are there people saying, I got P2 in the crate yesterday out loud, <laughs> pretending that people still race road bikes for this example? Not only yeah, is it yeah. more syllables than just saying the place, it sounds dumb and also transform the ol- <laughs> transforms the old No Fear shirts from the 90s into P2 is P1 loser. No fear. Get the <laughs> F out of here. That's Ryan's email. I love it. That's some cranky old man unpack. stuff. I like it. I haven't no, heard anyone do this, certainly. but I agree with you. I'm. Uh, I'll be grumpy about that with you. It's big. Uh, you guys have big boomer energy. Um, I've always had big boomer energy. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Obvi- obviously, this is pulled from the drive to survive and the F1 uh, explosion in popularity uh, that is happening. Um, I haven't heard anybody doing this. Um, P1, uh, P2, I'd, I would much rather say I got second, I got third, uh, um, personally. Um, I can't imagine, I wouldn't laugh out loud if somebody did this at like a local criterium and, and just was like, oh yeah, P1 today. Um, but where I think it, it could be finding a, a foothold that we are going to be unable to stop as a cycling community is in the esports channel. I am guessing the Zwift people eat this up. Um, oh, and I'm okay. betting that Zwift in general is going to lean into it if they haven't already figured it out. Yeah, and kind of couple themselves to that F1 style uh, 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 ranking. Um, so yeah, I'm not not into it. In the in the ways that Ryan was describing in this email, but I think it might have a place in the esports side of things because I don't want that to be like real bike racing. <laughs> I mean, they can do whatever they want. Uh, I just, I, you guys, can you guys explain to me why everyone in cycling constantly talking about F one? Because I personally. Don't care. There's a guy named Valerie Botas. Yeah, um, I know. He rides bikes. Yeah, who cares? Okay, it's all right. F1's cool. No, it's it's not. It's stupid. (laughs) Okay. Um, I I don't want to litigate F1. I know. No, no, no. no. Hang on. on. I feel like I can't. There's a huge tie in here. Let's explain it to little guy. He doesn't get it. He's he's the grumpy old man. I'm grumpy. It's a sporting event that is actually international that does all the things that we wish cycling did correctly. It does them Mm. correctly. Like the, the rankings are correct. The results are correct. The, the different tracks are correct. The being able to spectate is correct. The live video footage is correct. The it's everything you would want your sport to be done. Right. It's only Uh, two and a half hours much racing. Yeah, yeah. there's not so much racing that you can't keep up with it. There's good friendly rivalry drama like going on. Usually yeah. not wild drama. Um, there's, uh, as far as I know, it's there's really not been expensive any doping. to do. Um, yeah, we like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that, that <laughs> lines up. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that all, all uh, the Drive stars live in Monaco. Out, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Drive to Survive comes out. We all see it. We all learn about F1, those of us who are uninitiated, uh, myself included. Um, We learn about it. We're like, this is amazing. I wish cycling, like, this is basically like a a well-done Hammer series uh, globally. Uh, Imagine the Hammer series was good and made sense. Um, It doesn't make any sense, but okay. And then it just moved around, you know, the world, and you could just go to your local 
hammer series race or whatever and uh and see all your favorites uh racing it out in sort of a anyway yeah um, that makes sense i i that makes sense i i guess it's like the new the new the amount it's populated into cycling that like anytime i don't know everyone's well, so referenced it, it, in cycling it, it that ties for in. me it's like too much it's it's like a similar style of racing in a weird sort of way like the passing, the tactics, the the stuff like that is is similar. Like cycling is far more complicated. Uh, it is definitely more of a four D chess. Um, but the best thing we've had as as Americans anyway is like, oh yeah, bike racing. It's sort of like crits are sort of like NASCAR, you know, and yeah, like yeah. to kind of get people to understand. But it's not like NASCAR, you know what I mean? It's it not. is more like F one. Uh, yeah. So it makes more sense, and we've. We've so I, I enjoy the shift from from the NASCAR reference to the F one reference personally. That makes so, sense. That makes sense. Look, I just catch up. Um, let's give uh, a the, get- the other big thing though, and this isn't on the agenda. And I see Tim rolling his eyes, but this is important. We need to yeah. talk about it because it's uh-huh. dropping momentarily. Yeah, the like Tour de France in, within days. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. unchained. unchained. Yes, Tour de France Unchained, the Netflix series that's going to save cycling. It's going to pull us out from the depths which we've been floundering around in for decades. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer? Are you excited for the show? Have you signed, so, little guy, have I you know signed I, up for Netflix? No, I don't actually have Netflix right now. He still has his neighbor's yeah, password. I'm not surprised. Um, now, I was going to ask... Uh, um, I asked in the green room, but this was when I was going to ask, like, who won the Tour de France last year, just to see if you pay attention. Um, of course, it uh-huh. was uh, Nairo Quintana. Um, but, you know, <laughs> things are right. Uh, all right. Netflix is dropping. I want to get one more email in before we get to uh, the bulk of the show uh, this week. Uh, Derek Gross uh, hit us up a while back about his 613. Um, we were talking for a while about, like, yeah. I don't know, Cannondale to me, that kind of mid-2000s Cannondale is becoming my new Klein, um, mm-hmm. especially the 613. Uh, and he just, I just want to give him a shout out. Thanks for that. But he's, he says he's noticing that there's a new type of cyclist coming up through the ranks who are completely unaware of what road bikes were like 20 years ago. This isn't a bad thing, mm-hmm. just a different thing. By all means, I'm sold on the rail bike that gets more people out onto cycles. <laughs> this isn't meant a slight in any way, but more of a crusty commentary. Now that I've got that observation off my chest, as a preface for what I'm about to say, get ready. The 2005 Cannondale 613 is not a bike for the modern roadie, but it is the top of the line racing machine for those who remember what road bikes used to be. And he explains this in a Q&A format, and this is what I want to get into, gentlemen. Will the frame set okay. fit 28s? No. No. Do I want it to not. fit 28s? No. Will I ever try to fit 28s into that rear triangle? No. Will I run tire pressure below 100 PSI? No. (laughs) Is the frame harsh on less than pristine roads? Yes. (laughs) Will it rattle my fillings loose? Yes. Is it responsive? Well, for my ability to produce less than 250 watts on the regular? Definitely. And is the bike stiff and responsive? Well, the corners come up quick and turn in can surprise you, but exiting a corner is a bliss greater than one can fathom. Nice. I just got to say, it's a wonderful <laughs> bike. Derek, thank you so much uh, for the email this week. Uh, it's very fitting. Um, you guys know I love the 613. I just saw a friend Jody this evening. He told me he started building up uh, like 2004 uh, Cannondale R500. Um so in the oh. same vintage road bike and uh he's pretty excited about it but he did tell me he could get 28s on it that was one of the first things i asked uh, i said he can <laughs> s- barely slip some 28s in there so it's that that i could live with i think the same we were we were both talking about how yeah 23s are frightening after you've gone the way of volume going back to 23s is like you look down and you're like there's no way that's enough tire to be on I the still road no way I run 25s. Yeah. That, and uh, and that was wide for when I started riding 25s. Right? It's just because I'm too cheap to buy something that can fit 28. I mean, I remember riding 28s like in the winter and then bringing them like to Opus, so like the first crit series here. 
and in the spring in like April, and everyone would look at me like I was a crazy person. Like, oh, how are you going to keep up? Twenty eights, like like the fifty grams difference was gonna. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Yeah, that's like I think I'll probably able do this. Sit the pack. I don't know. Yeah. Well, different world. Gentlemen, we have come to a portion of the podcast that's going to be new for us. We have not done the pizza rankings. We have not done the jersey rankings. But Spencer, in all his infinite yeah. wisdom and hustler on the internet, had told us a little bit about the S tier. Um, and Spencer, why don't you lead us into how we will be discussing the 2023 Tour de France jerseys. So all of the yeah. World Tour teams plus the continental teams of Lotto, Destiny, Israel, Premier Tech, Uno X got in there. And then I believe that the other team is... Who's the other team that got Good dropped? Good job. Excellent yeah. information as usual, Tim. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, we used to do the pizza rankings of the uh, of the jerseys at the kind of the beginning of the road season every year. Uh, kind of a famous shtick we had on here where you know i would rate things as pineapple and uh you know it was up to interpretation if that was even good or bad um and little guy would write everything like tofu or whatever Mm. um vegan cheese and whatnot and tim would be the pepperoni guy um and we just sort of rank everything and it was a fun low stakes way to do it uh where everybody's a winner kind of thing um but that's not how we're going to do things anymore uh, because this is 2023 and uh, the internet has moved on uh, and everyone, all the, all the Gen Z's are all excited about tier ranking lists. Yeah. Uh, all the Twitch mm-hmm. streamers are, are streaming their, their, you know, their, their, their tier ranking lists and we got to get in on this trend. So we have set up a tier uh, ranking list, and if you're not familiar, I'm sure you're actually familiar because it's not that hard. Um, we've got uh, uh, six levels here. Uh, the ones you may know about, A, B, C, D, F, um, much like your grades in school. Uh, but then superseding all of those is S tier, which is reserved. It's like super. Uh, reserved for the best of the best. So we're going to go through... This class, uh, since the the Tour de France is right around the corner, it's about time to get into it. Yep. And we're gonna and we're gonna collectively this one this one's not open to each interpretation. We need to definitively place all yep. of the teams' jerseys in this ranking list and figure out if there are any S tiers and how many there are, uh, if any. So. So that let's get into it, boys. So the first thing I want to do is the uh, the fourth. Uh, uh, continental team that made it was um, uh, Total Energies. So, in I'm going to be uh, steering the ship. We will be sharing our S tier so you can graphically see it. But little guy, um, right away we got four that we're going to start going with. Um, Uno X, uh, I think, will be the first one because they're they're the newest to the tour. We know all the other teams. Uno X, a Norwegian team, mm-hmm. bold red, mm-hmm. gold, mm-hmm. Um, gentlemen. S tier is the top of the top. I, as much as I love this, this is not an S tier jersey to me. No, um, but it we is. Can, we can it, we can revise these as we go if yeah, we decide they yeah. need to be bumped up or down. But I I agree. I like this kit a lot. It is actually losing steam for me after a couple of years, but I do still like it. I think it's like a solid kind of in the middle good kit. So I'm like maybe a B. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. I'd say if you guys want to argue something else, I I could go with B. I just the helmet, the helmet, like that time trial helmet. Yeah, when that thing is seen, it's pretty. When that thing is seen, it like the internet's gonna blow up, and everyone can say I heard it here first. But I would say a B. The Uno X uh, kit is a B. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good start. Let's get to a total energy. The team of Peter Sagan. Um, You will be seeing this thing off the back. Um, do we, <laughs> this is kind of off the back of the tier list for me. Uh, um, yeah. keep it at the bottom. Arguably one of the worst, uh, in the professional. Yeah, world. I would say so. Although you have just made me realize this is a pretty good strategy for Peter Sagan to get some camera time on the television, uh, mm. for the sponsors is by going off the back. So good for it's, him. It's, uh, it's impressive that a company like Total, uh, known for their 
pollution would create so much visual pollution with such an ugly jersey. <laughs> wow. wow. That's a, that's actually a, that's a good one, little guy. Uh, you been workshopping that one? That was, that was no, I just well came over that right now. Um, let's go to uh, Israel Premier Tech. Um, uh-huh. Drastic change from past years. Uh, a little bit more of like a tie-dye kind of look here. Uh, yeah, they're tugging on my You know what? I kind of like it because it's not red. Um, it's it's. I think it's actually kind of a good-looking kit. Just saw Rick Zavo waving to people in that. Yeah, it's, I was going to say. With, oh, with the white helmet. It's now, I was just going to argue that this should be like a C or a D because uh, I kind of hate it. But then you mentioned Rick Zabel, and I'm like, I'm back on board. Well, neither Zabel or Guy, uh, or G, from whatever, from uh, our number one uh, attacking rider, the Giro, are, seem to be Derek doing G. the tour. Uh-huh. Yep. Derek G. Uh-huh. Yep. But... Yeah. I feel like a lot of goodwill has been. Uh, do you do you think Derek G is not going to be on that tour team after what he just did at the Giro? I, I mean, one, what? No, I don't think he will. Because they're going to give a spot his, to Chris Froome. No, that was his first Grand Tour. I, I would be very foolish to yeah. send him to the next Grand Tour and basically destroy him for two years. What are you, a 1995 team director from Spain sending home, uh, <laughs> Inder in, uh, Oh, he can't finish. He's too good. <laughs> they, you know, currently their start list has Toons, Fuslang, Impe, Clark, Schultz, and Nizoli. So, like, they actually have a pretty good start list, and that's not even the whole team. So, surprisingly, they, uh-huh. they so, I mean, they haven't put Froome on the, there yet, but, but the he's been putting up big numbers guy, in training. The well, you guys, but this the is his year. This is his year. This okay, is but the jersey's a B? I'd give it a B right now. I'd vote for B. It's It's getting better. Huh. All right, I'll allow it for now, but I might need to adjust okay. that down. All right. We'll see. Um, Lotto Destiny, this thing is an F. It's horrible. The red, the blue, the half and half. Uh, I, I have this as an F. An F? I give it a an C. An F? It's, it's a C? I was going to say, little guy's going to like this one. It's fine. It's like just I, zero I like enough. It's somewhere it's in between. Like, yeah. I'll put it at a D. I, I, I hate it on initial look but then the longer i look at it the more i'm like you know what there's a lot of worse kits than this you know yeah yeah maybe you even hate, a c okay. i might agree with the little guy bump it up one notch there tim uh, okay well we might you hate it now way. but um, wait until thomas DeGent is off the front in it so uh-huh. let's I love it uh-huh. let's get into the real teams that matter let's get to okay. the world tour teams um up first ag2r la citron um Mondale, mm-hmm. the brown team, Nailed the it. brown shorts. Gentlemen, look at me. I've got it here. It's climbing the list. It's not a C. It's not a B. No, it's an it's, A. It's an A. It's an A. It's, guys, it's they, a. they own it. I, I mean, I'd maybe put it up into the S. The fact that they've uh, still owned I the brown shorts. I was thinking shorts, that's where you were going. Uh, it, I would, but fair. I knew a little guy would kind of, you know, Poo poo it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 drop them in, and if somebody needs to be adjusted later, we can. But I think I think A is appropriate for this so kit. It they it is good. They brought bib shorts with color into the professional peloton. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh-huh. Uh, up next, Alpecian, the team of Matthew Vanderpool. Um, eh, yeah. See, what do you got, Spencer? It's pretty generic. I think it's, it's pretty generic. Like just a, uh, it's a. I like the colors. I'll say that. I like the fade, um, Ooh, but it's not like an outstanding kit. So I'm going to put it as a solid C. All right. Mm. Uh, Arkea, the team of um, Nairo Quintana uh, in the uh, world well, tour. Well, not anymore, but he was. Uh, all red, black shorts. D. It's just average to me. There's nothing exciting about yeah. this kit. C or D. Yeah, I give it a C. Still in that D. I'm going to put in D. Um, Astana, the team of Vinokorov hasn't changed, but commitment to the turquoise. At some point, we have to respect that. It is not, I don't, I mean, I was going to say, I, I honestly, I'd probably put this thing as a D, but mm. it might put a C just because it's been this kit for so long that it's probably coming back into style. Can we take into consideration oh, yeah. the amount of, of, uh, color matching accenting they do with the bike like they usually get the they wheels do. to match oh, like incredible amount. they get the okay 
They were. They did have Karima, and I think they're switching to Head as their wheel sponsor. But they've been having like the Head says it in in the turquoise. So for that, really? I mean, okay. they do some good. Uh, Does yeah, that I mean, bump them from C to B though, little guy? No, I think they're still a C. I think I was thinking I was, we were going to call them a D. So I think keep them a C. They're C plus. Okay. They're on right. the border. Um, okay, the, so bumps them from D to C. Got it, got it, got it. We have a new jersey that was recently announced, and that was the new Bahrain Victorious kit. It mm-hmm. is all white mm-hmm. with a black contrasting seams. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am smitten and in love with this kit. Really? I thought you would yes. be. Yes. Oh, 100%. The contrasting mm-hmm. seams needs to come back. Like, that is a style that was way too short-lived. Um, and to see the black seams with the celebration of the pearl industry, which I'm sure is as awesome <laughs> as the brain is to, on human rights. Um, I, yeah. at minimum, I mean, I, this is a B, a, a B for me. I give it a in B. It's, um, I think the thing is, I think probably uh. in a couple of days, any will come out with their tour white kit. And well, yeah. it'll be really hard because we'll have to readjust. And I think that's why they came out with it so soon is they wanted to get away from Ineos looking just like them. See, here's the thing for me, Tim, is even if even if this white pearl version of the Bahrain kit is a B, which I'm not totally convinced, but I'll, I'll play along here. The regular version of the kit that I'm used to is so bad that I think it drags the white one down with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. See, I think it it clears the deck, like it makes it that really? much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, guy, we need a tie break on this. Does does the old kit bring it down, or does the new kit refresh the deck? A uh, new kit refreshes the deck. All right, so that's a B. All right, leave it in B. Let's not uh, let's not go away from Bahrain without mentioning they did just sign the cat killer to the team, as if oh my god. The as if, yeah. the, so, as if the comedy, the the jokes that everybody made that are like, of course, this guy after killing a cat and getting fired by Trek Segafredo will end up on Bay- yeah. Bahrain. As if they heard that and they took it as a challenge. They did so, it. Well, they, that brings so, it down. It's, That's like a B to a C then. They were like two for this week because they were like, hey, we hired the cat killer and... We've got a new sponsor in the pearl industry. <laughs> it's like definitely like a good, so, a good yeah. thing to to be aligned with, you know. Well, yeah. I have brought it down to a C to uh, to bring okay. that up. Good right. shout, um, and we'll make sure that it is the uh, white jerseys. So when you see the clown car on our S uh, S tier list, it's really the white one, but it's it's in the C. Um, Bora okay. Hansgrohe, world famous Bora Hansgrohe team. Um, mm-hmm. What are we thinking here? Uh, Spencer, uh. you open up here. I used to love this kit. I thought it was the best kit in the Peloton a few years ago when it came out. I don't know if it holds the same level of, I don't know, graphic design prowess that it did initially. But I, I don't hate it. It might be a B. I don't know. It's it's not lower than a B. Yeah, I think it's a B. It's a tough one. I, I think that when we look at this list, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Bora comes an A, and then we have to... Because like, we're being pretty harsh here. Bora, we are. I, Bora's I think, a good-looking kid. there's going to be a lot of adjustments here. It's going to be a good-looking kid. Um, but we got in an, as a B right now. So let's uh, go to the next team. Uh, Kofidis. Okay. The uh, world-famous Kofidis kit... Um, I'll start. I uh-huh. I think this is a B. I like the red. I like the white sleeves. I like the vertical um, Kofidis uh, logo. Little guy, I see the disagreement on your face, but the truth is you like this kit. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's B. No, you're right. It's solidly B. Um, okay, huh. here's a f- world famous uh, kit that we all love so much. Of course, I'm talking about... Uh, DSM, Team DSM. D. It's right this there. May, they already did it. Is, it's a D. A, oh, you got it as a wow. D? I, I was thinking maybe F. Like, this just seems... It's just... Well, so. if you want to put it in F lame. category, Tim, you need to compare it to this Total Energies and say which one is worse. Is it is it yeah. that bad, I guess? And I don't they think it's both pretty bad, as bad as that kit. 
but just barely not as bad. So yeah, I think D is appropriate. Okay. The thing um, is, what if somebody got a result in a total energy kit? Because like uh, the the DSM, at least the results come. So I I can only look at it being so bad. You know, at least it's toward yeah, the front of the peloton occasionally. So uh, the next one we've got in if we're going to alphabetical order is EF. Um, now we did see the yeah. EF kit that they brought to the Juro with a variety Ooh. of colors, uh, looking great. It's good. Um, it's good. It looked really good. Uh, we are going. Uh, I'm assuming that they will have a similar fashioned kit for the Tour de France. Well, um, if nothing we'll else, Carapaz has a really good national oh, champions kit, it, and you it know, looks really good. Yeah. He's he's going to be leading the team at the tour. Uh, you know, huh. you guys know what I'm thinking. Uh, I think it's I think it's our S. I think it's I think it's our S. You think it's our S? Uh, Look, yeah. I wouldn't go that high. It's definitely an A. I don't... So, it, well, here's the thing. I, I, I tend to agree with you on this, Tim, but if it's not an S tier, what's going to be an S tier? I'm saying. Well, then I would Let's... put AG2R right there. Well, it it can be an A for now, but I think we have to go back at the end and we got to look at the yeah, A's and we like, gotta, we're going to have yeah, to give somebody a promotion... And I yeah. think we're gonna have to start thinking then about national champion kits to 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 decide who does yeah, better national enough. champion kits, right? Uh, let's go huh. to Mark Madiat's team, Groupama FDJ. <laughs> Used to be an A, solid C now. Used yeah. to be an S. Well, back when it was white oh, years ago, it was, a, it was it was it is a. so bad now. It is so now bad it's, now. It's a yeah, it's a pale comparison. It just looks like so. everything else. Hmm. Every time I um, see what, what it, I expect to see Tom Boonen. What do you think? I want to rank this higher, but in my heart, I know that it's it is a middle ground. Um, yeah, jersey these days. I think C is appropriate. I think you guys are spot on. Uh, let's. Uh, how are you guys feeling about oil uh, with Ineos? Love um, oil. Bland kit. We do expect a kit redesign coming in, but I'm going off of the red one here. That's a D. It's a D to me. Yeah, yeah. I do hate it. I, it's worse than the than the black and blue uh, of old. Oh wait, but uh, I thought that old black and blue, with, especially when Adidas had it with the stripes, was pretty awesome. Sure, in the very I mean, beginning. it was yeah, simple. That's what I'm it saying. Was, it was together. Yeah, it was. It was nice. I mean, it looked just like the DSM kit. It was also in the D tier. D tier here. It so, was much uh, better than the DSM kit. <laughs> much better. I've sure never is. seen a DSM kit when I've been out riding around town. I see a lot of sky kits. So uh, is um, is Intermarche uh, Wanty doing the tour, little guy? Yes, yes, they are. Right. Of course, they're world yeah. tour, Timmy. They're world tour now. So here Ugh. is our first S tier. Ah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! I was gonna so give it an A. Freaking I was say, amazing! For sure, kit. an A. They have made it an better. Yeah. Incredible kit, oh. an incredible team with an incredible story, punching way above their weight. Hundred percent S tier for me. Uh, we will have to readdress this. I will put it in the A for now. The, oh. Oh. I, just, Little guy? I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A. Um, Jayco. Is J- Jayco our favorite uh, team of Bling Matthews? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go so, to Camperland. What do you think? It's, iron- it's just so ironic that such a stylish man rides in such a terrible I kid mean, all the time. It's an F. This is essentially just a different colored version of the Kofidis kit, which you've got in B, Tim. So I think no, I think you no. kind of have to put it near no. the B. No. no, here's can I say something? Here's here's the thing: the Kofidis <laughs> kit and the Jayco kit are very similar, but the colors of the Kofidis kit make riders look better. The Jayco kit makes every one look pale. Hmm. And everyone the on Jayco- that team looks like they haven't been training outside. The Okay, That's I would true. I would bring the Kofidis kit down to C from B. Mm-hmm. Fine, I can do that. But uh-huh. this Jayco kit looks like everybody's MS150 kit. Like, not even <laughs> trying. Like, this is like a... It's a semi-custom it's template, like- <laughs> and they just put Jayco across the front. It's yeah, like you the don't RV even get one when you kits. buy a camper. You don't even get exactly. a jersey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, what's the point? Yeah. So I'm okay. more than willing to bring right. I'm more than willing to bring Kofidis down here to the sea if that's what you were gonna. But the Kofidis yeah, is I, far better. 
Um, all right, let's uh, keep the show on the road. Jumbo Visma, the yellow. Well, they're, uh. they're gonna have a special tour kit, right? I think. Didn't they announce that a long time ago? I don't know. I can't, Stuff going I can't on. keep up with everyone's fancy kits, this, but I give I, it this a has got to be an A. An A? Oh. No way. No. It's got to be. It's just like That's a hard... it's it's in it's associated in your brain. It's imprinted with winning. Spencer. It's Wout van Aert. It's no. it's it's everyone. It's Primoz. It's Vingard. Maybe when they rode Bianchi and they had the the Celeste with it. I just It's a uh, good-looking kit. It's, it's, it's very the, the Boric. The Boric you can't better. like the Uno X and not like the Jumbo, you know, like Bora kit's better. Bora, Bora kit better? is better. Bora yeah, kit Bora is better than Jumbo, a hundred percent. Oh, then move the Bora kit up to A. Do it, coward. <laughs> he did it. Did it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Wow. Here. He called me coward. Wow. Movie star. Movie star. It's been the classic. Uh-huh. It's been the same. I can't go above C. <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't deserve they, above C. Yeah, they no. can't do it either. I mean, I'd even go to D if I had to. I see. It's funny that like the Astana kid gets kudos for keeping it the same for so long, <laughs> and the movie star kid, I feel like, has basically kept it the same, but has somehow also made it worse over this time. <laughs> like, I think we, D. Yeah, we got to reward the like little guy said the Astana accoutrements. Like Movie Stars, the yeah, deep. it's a in, a in in a weird way. I feel like the Astana kit is uh, so the same that it it does feel like they're doing a 2003 throwback jersey. Like <laughs> like their whole look, you're like, oh, they're doing some sort of like vintage uh, tour thing for when Vino was in the jersey or something. It just feels weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trek Segafredo. Um, okay, so uh, na- this is now a with a new one, sponsor, though. they got a new sponsor with. Uh, uh, yeah, the and the jersey store. hasn't come out yet, Liddell, Liddell or something. Yeah. So, so I would say yeah. with if we're going off the old one with the white with the red, it's a C. Yeah, uh, I'd give it a B. I'd I like give it a B. Right. Okay, we can go B. The red sleeves but, made it a little bit nice. So I feel like th- their new I one's gonna look they, pretty good. I bet you it looks no, pretty good. I, here's the thing: is I bet it won't because. I feel like every team, <laughs> every team does this now. They they announce a new sponsor uh-huh. and they sort of tease some ideas mm-hmm. on the internet. And then a whole bunch of like mm-hmm. graphic designers start throwing out wacky ideas at them, and everyone's throwing mm-hmm. out funny things on the internet. And then a couple of those are just bonkers enough that you're like, "That's amazing! I'd wear that. That's great." The uh-huh. teams then uh-huh. inevitably get scared, get cold feet, and do a really like watered down version of one of those things. And then everyone's like, "Oh well, well I." I saw this yeah. great thing. Um, it's going to be disappointing. I think is the problem because there's so much there's so much hype when there's a new eh. sponsor about the possibilities See now. The, uh, the, now the that trust everyone has a passion. Team did, I, the but the thing is, social I do, team did tweet out the blank version of the kit, being like, "What do you think it's going to look like?" Which I thought was pretty funny. And yeah. uh, Mads Peterson did uh, do an yeah. epic job of just dropping some logos on there, which I thought was also very funny. Uh, so I, shout out to that guy. I, uh, I guess he's earned his world championship stripes. I yeah. think that the Trek team has done a pretty good job with the graphics. Uh, the women's team has a beautiful uh-huh. kit. I think that yeah, yeah. I, I've got some yeah, trust that I'll be able to post one off. Um, two left, uh, Lotto Sudal, or sorry, now just Sudal Quickstep. Um, mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. uh, a travesty. It is not as bad as Total Energy, but no, it's, a, it's D. a D though. Yeah, it's a D. A D. Yes, hundred yeah, percent D. It's a D. Hundred percent D. What are you gonna say? Spencer? All right, I guess I'll agree with you guys. All right, thank you. And then uh, UAE, the team of Pogacar. Where do we got him? This is an F. This is an F. This is a oh, bad. Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. I'd you give it, it, a, I give it a, a case C. why it shouldn't be right. an F. A C. A Wait, C? hang on. No way. No. Yeah. Th- that's an F for you just thinking why? that. Why? I, I, I want to hear the reasoning. I, anytime a jersey's white, I think it at least becomes a C. It's mostly okay, white. Okay, that's not so a good a reason. I thought you were going to have something. Okay, white is so pro. we've gone white, through white, white the full tape. list here. Oh. What? What? No, no, go get nothing. Go ahead. What's going on here? All right. We've gone through the full list here. Uh, 
and we have zero S tier kits. Is this a cycling problem that there is no great kit? Because that doesn't make any sense. So uh, Intermarche Wanti is clearly the S tier in this no, bunch that we've got in the A's. I say it again. EFs is good. They do good wacky things, and mm-hmm. they they bring it with the national champions that pushes them over those other teams that are in the A tier right now. Don't bring the heat with the national so, champions kit in the way that EF does in that. That that's the tip here. Here's, Hang on, now Tim has slid UAE up from F to D, and I don't know what this is all about. No, I, I can bring it back. I was just, so, okay, we can bring that here. I will say this. <laughs> I, I am not one of these on these S tier lists that there's only one S tier. Right, no, there should definitely it. be. There could be. So if, if they warrant it. If yeah. I look at this A, there's a couple of things that when I'm looking at our list now, and I encourage everyone to go to our Instagram and Twitter, they can see this. I There are a few that should be higher up. I think EF needs to be up here at the S tier. And I also think that okay. Wanty can be there. I think that those are both yeah. powerful and unique enough. The question is I'll accept that. that I have is, is AG2R, is Tim just giving them the legacy to get to S tier? I think they've had yeah. better old kits. I think this is just a little too simple. So I'm okay no, with it being I an A. I think they're appropriate at A. Okay. Yeah, I think but, they could be. But they, yeah, they are not there this I, year. I am concerned that there are only <laughs> two A's and two S's. And I think that if I was going to look at anybody else that can actually go up here um, to that A mm-hmm. level, is that that Israel Premier Tech kit, I really mm, like. No. I absolutely do, not. I do like I won't it. allow it. You won't I allow, won't it. allow it. Okay. No. All right. It's not, it's, it's too weird. You wouldn't put anything else up on A? Sorry, little guy. Yeah, (laughs) it's too weird. I think the way I'm looking at it now, we got like whatever, 20 teams or something. Um, Two S's and two A's feels right. Because there's just this year. Yeah. The bulk of the teams being in C and D, you know, like that feels like cycling to me. That feels like the Peloton that I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a bunch of garbage kits and below average kits and you're just wanting something better. You're just I mean, wanting I, something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I don't I don't see any major flaws with this except for I think Jumbo is too low and potentially Kofidis is too low, but I I am not so offended by that that I won't leave them where they are. Little guy, what do you think looking at this? I mean, I think that the the one that sticks out to me is that Groupama FDJ at C should be D. Like, <laughs> like it is so bad. And remember it's the Bahrain. It's better than the movie star. It's better than the movie star. So I think it deserves to yeah, rank up one from there. I think it's fine where it is. I think it's just hard to separate it from the legacy of all those years of amazing FDJ jerseys. So, all right. They set the bar too high. They did. Yeah, they, they did. They really came out swinging, and now they got nowhere to go. To, to, to mix it up every year, they just have to make it worse. There's no other way to do it. Otherwise, people will be like, well, you well, I think this well, is all right. I'm not 100% I mean, sold I mean, on Wanty as an S tier, but there's solid uh, A. So well, I, think, we, I think EF's above, above the cut, man. We encourage everybody to go over to our uh, Instagram and Twitter to find out our S tiers. Let us know what you think on this. Yeah. But we I have, am curious where we got this wrong. Yeah. I want to. I want to hear us where we got it wrong. I definitely. Usually, I don't want the feedback, <laughs> but this time I do. I want to. I want to hear what uh, what you guys would slide up and down on this. Uh, so definitely hit us up on the socials. Send us the emails about this. Um, so very curious. We'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out how you can become a supporter. And listener to all of our wonderful shows, including the great folks over at the Gradio. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. And as always, email us your feedback, comments, concerns at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com, where all of your emails are gratefully received. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. Mad of Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you, like Rick Zabel, to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
there's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation.